Listen. Everybody, this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. Stress, everybody's got it. Everybody feels it. The question is, what do you do with it? How can you actually get it handled so you can be your best, do your best, and most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what we're all about right here at Dr. Gans, the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, and joined, as always, alongside registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. Happy New Year. Here we go. 2021. A lot of people have been just so hungry and eager to say that, and we're finally there. Uh, it's funny because I remember, uh, you know, 2019, everybody was really excited to get out of that year. Uh, little did we know. Ah, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so. Now, we we got to talk about hitting the reset button here, but mm. we also have to realize that just because we flipped the page on a calendar doesn't mean things are automatically going to change. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's a made up imaginary thing that we're flipping over. So you know, but it's still cool because at this time of year, this is the time when we usually think about looking back and you know analyzing what happened, analyzing what we learned, what we'd like to do differently, and then also looking forward to where we want to go for this next year. <laughs> it's interesting though because this year has been so crazy, so chaotic. So much uncertainty, so much loss that a lot of people that I've talked to don't feel like this is, you know, what's the use? I mean, we really can't predict much and, you know, um, it's been so bad. I don't think we should be looking forward, but this is a time exactly when we need to look forward. We need to do it even more so than in normal years because it's been so dreary and, and difficult for us this last year. We need to be thinking about what's coming for the future. We need to be planning. We need to be looking forward and having something to anticipate in a positive way. Generally for me at Christmas, I'm a little loud and a little crazy and I love the time of the year, but I'm very reflective at New Year's, which drives mm-hmm. Lori crazy. Uh, but I, I do tend to look back and then I start to look ahead as to what's coming. Mm-hmm. Now, granted this past year, 2020, I had a lot, uh, a lot of water go under my bridge. I had a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't make it at one point. We've talked about that, but now how do I shake that off and start to look as positively as I can into 2021. I need a little help on this one. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and you're not the only one. I think the whole world is going through that. I mean, you had your own personal things you got to deal with this year in addition to what the rest of us were going through too, you know. So, you know, any any time we go through times of turmoil, times of struggle and stress and and trauma in many cases, um it can be difficult to know how to let go and how to move move past it. One of the things that is always a good idea when we have time, when we take the time to reflect, is to give ourselves permission to, one, name what it is that we've experienced and what we've lost, uh, put, a, put, some, put some definition to it, and then also create the space, the safe space for ourselves to grieve that loss. And we need to make time, we need to make space, give ourselves permission to feel that loss because we can't really go forward until we let go of the stuff we've just been through. So that's, that's always the first step. And there there are a few ways that I suggest people do this. We can do it in our heads and this, you know, that's the the starting place, but 
I really encourage people, especially with everything we've been through this year, reach out and connect with somebody who's qualified, a professional, to help you walk through this. That is very, very helpful to actually be able to give us some perspective on what we've been through, um, normalize some of the reactions we've had, but also just having somebody to listen to you as you go through the things that you've been through and how you feel about them. That there's, there's, there's something healing about that. And, you know, there's an old saying that says when you, when you share what you're going through, you divide your sorrows and multiply your joy. And that's true. It's, it's that social connection, which, is one of the things we've kind of lost this year in many ways. So reaching out, connecting with somebody that, that you trust to be able to go through that with is very, very helpful. The other tool I use is writing in my journal. Um, we talked about journaling in the past on the podcast. Very, very helpful, a really, a really useful tool to be able to dig into the things we feel, create some self-awareness around these things, but also offload some things from our heads and our hearts. Being able to write them out really does help us to see it and externalize it from ourselves, but then let go of it so they can move on to create the better future for ourselves. I'm going to be a little upfront with you on this one, and this is me sharing a little of my story from the past year and moving forward into this year. So obviously, I had a, a bout of cancer, a stomach cancer in March, and had my entire stomach removed. And I, and I actually think I came through the year pretty well. I'm very, very pumped about it. However, as I've been told by other people who've dealt with cancer, and there'll be other people who are tuning us in that are they're probably going to shake their heads in agreement with me, and that is as much as I've got as much of a positive spin about going into 2021, in the back of my head, I'm starting to continually think, yeah, but is this going to be another year where I'm going to get be tapped on the shoulder by cancer? Is how do you get rid of some of that negative energy from last year and try to forget a little bit about it moving into the new year? Right, right, and that's that's absolutely true. A lot of times, being able to let go of the things we have gone through to, I guess, go into the new future cleanly. Yeah, you know, is, is one way I'd, I'd, I'd look at it. Um, so. The, the grieving process, being able to make the space for it does help with that. But then is also what you want to, where do you want to point your brain? Where right. do you want to point your thoughts, right? Yeah. Um, and, and again, this is where that professional can help with us because it's, it, it's, it's sometimes it's not always easy to unload this stuff by ourselves. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast. I see my own psychologist. I, I spoke with my guy like this week and I'm talking to him again in a couple other weeks, a couple, two more weeks from now. Right. And just, you know, working on some stuff and doing something similar to what you're talking about, offloading some of the past stuff I've been through this year or other times in my life. And that, that is a way to be able to move forward and not carry, kind of carry it with you. But like I was saying, and pointing your brain towards something. Our brains are always going to try to protect us. That's that's normal. It's it's kind of how we're set up. So when your brain takes you to that place of, yeah, but what if, or yeah, but maybe it could be like this, what you can do, and this is going to sound silly, but it works, you can actually thank your brain, right? You can say, you know what? Appreciate you looking out for me. Thanks a lot. But we know we got through that one. This year's a clean slate. We're starting again. We're moving forward. Right. And, and you create your own mantra to, you know, thank your brain, but then you refocus on where you want to go. So we talked about metacognition on a podcast before, 
And th- this whole idea is a, a metacognitive idea. It's thinking about how we think. So, yes, we're using our thought process to control our thought process. So, you know, thanking your brain, showing appreciation for it, trying to protect you, trying to warn you from danger and keep you safe and all these things. But then having that way to refocus, that way to look ahead and say, no, this is where I want to want to put my focus. This is where I want to point my my thoughts so that I can have a better time. Yes, that happened, but I'm through it. I won. We're moving forward. And so, you know, just kind of refocusing after a while, your brain will get the message and start leaving you alone and let you move on to the future. Is it advisable to be reflective and then think as fast forward as you possibly can? That's me every uh, New Year's Eve, by the way. That's ex- I've always been like that. There's nothing wrong with being reflective. Nothing wrong. It's actually very, very useful, very helpful. Learn, but, but, but here's the thing. Reflection, this time that we have, should be used to appreciate, to learn, to process, to do all these other things, but not get stuck in it. Not get stuck in, oh man, this is terrible and I feel bad. And and kind of have that thing running through our brains over and over and over. We want to learn the lessons, take the ideas and whatever we can from that, and then create something better for the future. And so if we know that this is why we're being reflective, then it's lots easier for us not to get stuck in that sort of negative space if we happen to go there. So is this going to be a tougher year to kind of clear the the cookies and the cash out of your computer brain here? Because we've had, you know, so much happen to us and COVID and lockdowns yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I, it just, I, I, I guess maybe I'm speaking for everybody else. I go, where do we start here? Yeah, but you're right. First place to start is to recognize that and give ourselves permission to have a difficult time. And, and yeah, this is this it is going to be more difficult because there's more stuff to clear out. But you know that's all we do. Just give ourselves time and space to be able to to have that um, you know that experience, and then things will things will start to move through. Now. You know, the other thing we can do is as we're, as we're going through this and we're letting stuff go, it can be very helpful to, if we recognize that we missed out on certain things, build that into the upcoming schedule. Okay. okay. So I, I think I mentioned before I had two, my, both of my kids had pretty significant birthdays during COVID here, lockdown. And so one of the things we're doing as a family is we're planning makeup birthdays, you know, and they're not going to be on there. We're not going to have two birthday parties on the next birthday, right? We're going to do something that's not on their birthday and then they have something on their birthday, right? But we wanted, we want to build back in the stuff that we felt we missed. And that way it, it, it takes a little bit of the heat off of the loss, but it also gives us something to look forward to, something that we can think about and say, oh, wow, okay two birthdays this year. This is awesome. Double the presents and, you know, maybe we'll go on a trip or something, right? And trying to make things um, as as um, celebratory as possible to make up for what we didn't have during the time that we thought we should have had it. How important is that in the first three months of the year where it's darker, it's colder? <laughs> a lot of us are working at home. You and I are doing uh, this not in one studio. We're doing this, right. obviously, like everybody else on Zoom or or FaceTime, and there's other distractions like a dog right here for some reason. <laughs> Jack's the dog who's bothering me while we're doing this. 
but it's trying to shake all this off, it just seems like there's all these little distractions and you just don't know where to turn. Well, this is this is the truth. And this this has been an interesting year that we've been through and lots of adjustments. And you know, it's really nice that overall, I would say, people have been very gracious. You know, the, you know, the, the quality of calls, the, you know, people having drop-offs of technology or letters or emails going missing or all sorts of stuff happening, delays in certain things, right? And so, yeah, so even as we head into the new year, we're still going to have to be dealing with some of these things. And there's probably going to be a backlog of stuff that people have to deal with, whether they're working from home or, you know, whatever it might be. And the darkness of the year, for those of us who are in the north here, um, it's going to continue for a few months. So, yes, uh, it is going to be a little more difficult to get through, but uh, the, the idea of looking ahead, understanding that, you know, once we get to Christmas or even a little bit before Christmas, the days are actually starting to get longer if you're in the north, yeah. right? And so we're actually, we're heading into longer days, brighter days, um, even though they still might be cold for a while, um, but, but this is where we're going, uh, looking forward to the spring, looking forward to the summer. We have had some good news about the vaccines as well. And so that's coming as well. So really kind of putting, putting your mind towards the good does actually help to train your mind to go towards the good more automatically, more naturally. And that can really help, help you just kind of weather the storm and create a different, different outcome for yourself this year. But, but again, you know, you don't have to do this by yourself. And I can't say it enough because especially this year, we all have had um, struggles with our moods, with, you know, mental health, all this other stuff this year. So, uh, you know, for anybody who's listening, who's having a difficult time or is wondering, don't, you don't have to be a cowboy. You can do, you don't have to do it by yourself. We can reach out, we can get some help. And um, it does, does help us to do far better. One of the things that we've talked about from a positive standpoint is that we have the ability to still reach out and talk to people through technology. But however, mm -hmm. what I've noticed here over the last few weeks, and we've struggled a little bit with a few of our podcasts where there's dropping out because more and more people are reaching out and talking to people yeah. and we're getting angry or we're getting frustrated by it. And, uh, and I just, I'm trying to figure out a way that we can just kind of brush it off. It, yeah. it just seems like it's easier said than done. And that's uh, well, the technology, the technology uh, thing. Well, it's, it's it's a little bit of, of human nature, right? We we adapt. I mean, we can we can adapt some bad stuff that we shouldn't adapt to. We can also adapt to when things are going really well and forget what it was like, you know. And I think you mentioned you mentioned this on one of the other podcasts. It's like a couple of years ago, we'd kind of be screwed because we didn't have the technology to be able to do half of the stuff we're able to do right now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And so. You know, I, uh, I don't know. I don't, it might've been you. I don't know who was, who's telling me this, but you know, I was complaining about, um, you know, when, before what I used to, when we used to be able to travel, right. You know, delays at the delays at the airport. And that's, Oh man, my flight was, you know, I missed a flight. And, oh, it'd take me forever to get to California or whatever. Right. And then somebody said, yeah, but you know what? A few hundred years ago, it'd be covered wagon. That would take like four months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, good perspective. All right. So if it takes me a couple extra hours, I'm good. Right. And it's way safer. Hey, one of the things we've never really talked about is breathing exercises or ways of just getting your blood pressure to drop a little bit. I, uh, I've gotten back to wearing my Fitbit. And the thing mm -hmm. that's been very noticeable to me is that my resting heart rate early in 2020 was something like 92, which is pretty high. 
Uh, and now I'm down to like into the 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 high 60s or the low 70s, and it. I don't even. I, well, I know I've lost some weight. That's helped, but I'm getting much better at just letting stuff roll off my back a little bit. And one of the big things for me is just breathing a little better, or just just pulling back and just going, okay, hang on a minute, and just mm-hmm. sitting there for a couple of seconds, and then kind of refocusing and getting going, rather than trying just to work my way through it. There's got to be uh, some great. technique there. I mean, you've told me a lot uh, about absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's one of those things that really helps. It's it's you know I I call them mini vacations, right, or mini yeah. breaks where you just take a take a moment, a few seconds, ten seconds, fifteen seconds. To just slow down, kind of capture yourself again, get your feet under you, take a breath or two, and then refocus, right? And and what that can really do, it well, first of all, it breaks whatever ever vortex of stress we might be going through in the moment. But then it it actually makes us more productive. It makes us more effective and efficient as we go forward. And you know, as you're planning your new year, you want to start in that place of calm. You want to make sure you're in that place of um, being clear and being your best because that's going to help you to think clearly. It's going to help you to be creative and what you want to do. And it really does help with, you know, when you're visualizing um, what you want to create for the, for this coming year. Um, There's, there's a, uh, I guess a saying I kind of like and live by it's the best defense is a good offense, right? And you're a sports guy. So you probably heard that before. Oh, right? yeah. Um, yeah. And so this is, this is what I know. If we're moving ahead with our lives, if we're creating the life we want, we've mapped it out, put it up on a vision board, drawn it out, listed it in our journals, whatever, talk to a friend or somebody about it. You're creating what you want and you have a plan to move forward towards that, then you're much more resilient to the things that come up. You know, you're, you're moving ahead. You feel like you have agency in your life that protects you from stress, from different challenges that come up. Now, when we make goals, we have to remember that they are, we need to be flexible with ourselves. We need to give ourselves some grace. And we talked about this on earlier podcasts. The, the idea of a goal is not to hit the goal. It's nice when you hit the goal, yeah. but it's not to hit the goal. The goal is only there to give you a target to work towards. It's, it's really a, a tool to help channel your energy to move towards this one direction. That's the only purpose of it. So if we don't hit it, don't be hard on yourself because you're. It, it, I guarantee pretty much that you have moved closer to that goal because you had the goal than you would have been if you didn't have the goal in the first place. So what served its purpose and that it moved you along. And so, you know, take that in and when you're planning, understand that's what you're planning for as you set any kind of um, resolutions or goals for the new year. Let me throw one positive out to kind of kick off the new year here. And that is mm-hmm. that this particular year, New Year's Day falls on a Friday which means you got a Saturday and Sunday to get your, your poop in a pile and get ready to kick off a new year by the time we get to the Monday. So it's not like you're racing right from New Year's Day right back to work. Just, exactly. just trying to put a little positive spin on something. Absolutely, absolutely. Positive stuff, positive spins. We'll take it where we can get it. We are out of time. It's incredible how fast it's gone. It's a new year. So let's uh, let's steer everybody in the right direction. Let's tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. What's the best way? Go go to askdrgans.com, A-S-K, 
D-R-G-A-N-Z or G-A-N-Z dot com. And yeah, go check us out. Listen, if you're if you like what you're hearing here, and hopefully you, you do because you've listened to us for 20 minutes now. So, um, you know, make sure you share this. Tell people about the podcast. Send it out. Make sure other people get uh, get this because we're all about giving people tools, tips, tra- um, strategies to help them feel better, help them do better, and help them be better. So yeah, the other thing too, uh, we also on. ask for your patience because over the holiday season, uh, we've had a few more dropouts on our uh, podcast than we usually do, but that's because a lot of people are reaching out to others, and I love that. That's right. So uh, we'll put up with that. We'll just continue along, and Happy New Year once again to you, and let's make 2021 a bigger and a much better year, and I know we can do it. Yep, and thanks for being with us for the past year. 